Got it. What's up, family? Just tying up. What's up, Kazo? Alright. Like we always do. Let's get it started. Nope. Mm, where we at? There we go. Come on in, come on in, family. Let me make sure the title is right. Welcome to another episode of Candid Conversations. Of course, I'm your host, Mark D. <clears throat> and I know, uh, like we always do, giving shout outs to entrepreneurs and business owners. Um, I know it's been a few weeks uh, since I've been in front of you live uh, doing a show. Um, but as you see, um, I've been getting the office area together. Um, you know, had I wanted to change up the... The scenery in the background uh so i put the brick in um i got some some wood over here um i don't know what i'm gonna completely do with that yet um but nevertheless i, I need to finish that wall um but like i said entrepreneurs and business owners i always start with this sister right here aries owens hear me out going copper book all right it's a great read it's poem formatted um, so you won't get your traditional chapters, but like I said, great read. Uh, so go and cop her book. Um, the homies t-shirt right here. Can you see it? There you go. Surf club 216 at Megadon 216 over at IG. Um, go and follow him and cop a shirt. Um, I've, I've got a couple black ones. I got a blue one. Um, I'm waiting to see, uh, if he has any more other colors available, uh, because I want to cop those as well. Um, you know, I want to support. Uh, that's that's the biggest thing. Support, support, support. Uh, also, giving a shout out to the homie Ethan West and his business, his rim repair business. Um, if you got chipped rims, uh, if the potholes have nicked them up and you want them looking close, close to new as possible without... Purchasing new rims, hit them up. Oh, hold on. Hold on, let me close this window out, getting feedback. All right, there we go. Uh, what's up, big bro? Um, like I was saying, um, Ethan West, rim repair, hit him up. Also, um, me and the big homies business, uh, Rodney Dukes, uh, at Polish Them Off, Ceramic and Detail and Accessory Center. 
We do everything from complete details, um, window tinting, heated seats, remote starts, uh, interior, exterior lightings. We do everything um, or can get everything done except painting. Well, we can get that done as well. We just don't do it on site, but we can get it done. Uh, but reach out to myself or the big homie, Rodney Dukes. Uh, also, giving a shout out to uh, one of my other little brothers, FC Jr. Uh, if you're looking for any music mix, any production, any beats, anything concerning music, um, he is a gifted musician. Hit him up at FC on the Beats um, and support him. Uh, so, let me see. I think that's it. All right. So, tonight's topic of conversation. What are you willing to sacrifice to get what you want? And that that topic, because I, I hear a lot of... Hold on, family. Hold on. A lot of people, they're quick to say what they want. They quick to say, you know, I know at the beginning of every year, instead of uh, New Year's resolutions, I know it's a big thing, uh, a big deal now to do your vision board and everything. Um, and that's cool because, you know, when it, go, when it comes to the scriptures, the scriptures say, you know, write a vision and make it plain. So I get that. But after the vision is written, do you know what work that it's going to take to get there? Do you have short-term goals? Do you have long-term goals? And what is it going to take? What sacrifices are you going to have to make to reach those goals and to make them come to reality? Because I often see that a lot of people want something for nothing. You know, they want to be successful. They, you know, whether it be business, whether it be a relationship, whether it be in religion or spirituality, you know, whatever the case may be in the area of your life, a lot of people want to be successful. And I get that. I, I understand that. But then I ask the question, what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to sacrifice? Because anybody that is successful will tell you that it's early mornings and long nights. My parents used to say that all the time. You know, you're, you're, you're concerned if you have a business. Um, most entrepreneurs, uh, the truth of the matter is, you know, they might have themselves one, maybe two other people working with them. But when you're a business owner, you're responsible for multiple uh, uh, livelihoods. You know, so the... The mental stress, the worrying to make sure that that you can bring the necessary tools in to help those individuals provide for their families, you know, it, it is worrisome. You know, and so. Like I said, I go back to the question, what are you willing to sacrifice for what you want? You know, uh, um, 
even with what you believe to be true? Is it flexible? You know, because when it comes to business, when it comes to relationship, because in every aspects of our lives, we're we're in a relationship. And we know that there are levels to this thing. So as long or, or do you care about being right or do you care with with being in alignment within that relationship? Because just because you think that your way may be right doesn't mean that it may be effective. And it's okay to say when 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 you make a decision because it goes back to the past couple shows, well, past four or five shows uh, uh, that I've talked about accountability. You know, when you make a decision, you know, be accountable for the part that you played within that decision. Because without accountability, you take no measure and the decision and the choices that you made, it's always someone else's fault. And when you live that type of lifestyle family, then you're at the mercy of everyone else. You're at the mercy of everyone else. You know, so you can't get mad when 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 people do what they do because you're at their mercy. You know, so what is it going to take? What is it going to take for you to sacrifice? What is it that you want? Hmm? What is it that you want? What is your plan of action to get it? And is your beliefs, whatever you believe to be true, are they flexible? Or does everything that you think to be right, to be wrong, to be true, to be false, to be indifferent, there's no wiggle room. See, and and let's 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 be honest, family. We want what we want, and we want everyone else to sacrifice for us to get what we want. We don't want to make the necessary adjustments. Whether it be our style of communication, whether it be our pride, our ego, um, even we, we make decisions based off of our fears and our lack. We're good at that. You know, because. To gain perspective in any relationship. Let's start there. 
You want what you want based off of what you've never had. Most of us. I didn't have this, so or uh, uh, being raised in a family that didn't have a lot. So, you know, we want to be better than our parents. And, and, and I get it rightfully so. Rightfully so. You know, but when getting down to it, is it your fears that cause you to want what you want? And and I and I say that when it comes to relationship, we often say, you know, we we want relationships that protect our insecurities. Business can do that as well. You know, we in in, in our relationships, the 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 gentlemen that I surround myself around, you know, personally, you know, when it comes to one another. We don't hold our tongue. So do you have a core of people around you that will hold you accountable for the decisions and the choices that you make? See, there's a quote. quote that says whatever consumes your thoughts controls your life and the question that i ask you family are you still making decisions based on fear and and scarcity which most of us do What's more important for you to be right or for you to take accountability for your decisions, for your direction in life? Because if your life is not going according to plan, it's no one else's fault but yours. But you, you so many of us are have gotten so emotionally hardened that we we don't like I said we're not willing to sacrifice anything for what we want this is what I want uh, uh those around me they better give it to me how I want it and that, this that and the other and and so on because I I'm around entrepreneurs and business owners and one of the things you know even growing up in in, under my parents tutelage you know the resources that went outside of the home to try and create something to bring back into the home to build a legacy for their children it took away from us but they were willing to sacrifice time with us to be able to give us uh, uh, um, tools that was necessary for us to be successful in life. I watched my father grind day in, day out 
sometimes six, sometimes seven days a week. And his mentality was, first of all, no man is going to pay me what I'm worth. So I watched him go through, start business after business after business after business until he found his niche. But after the first one didn't go according to plan, after the second one didn't go according to plan, he didn't stop. He kept going. All right, this one didn't work. Okay, well, I got another idea. But that's how, that's how my father raised us. My father had a house that he had to provide for of not just his wife, but four children as well. So he couldn't give his time to all five of us at one time. So there was times when I lacked time with him. There was sometimes that my siblings lacked time with him. There was sometimes that his wife lacked time with him because not only was my father a business owner and an entrepreneur, my father worked in the ministry. So the ministry had his time. So there was some days that my father got three, four hours of sleep. Still was up at four, four thirty in the morning. And there would there would be times when I would be talking with him or my siblings or his wife would be talking with him, my mom, and in the middle of a conversation, he would just start dozing off. Like that's how tired he was. And even though as a child, I, I, I spoke on it uh, episodes ago as far as looking at our parents from a, a childlike perspective because we don't know their process. We don't know what they're going through. Later on, you know, in conversation, uh, I found out, you know, through his uh, uh, him expressing his thoughts, you know, based on the, the, the stress that it, it took upon him, you know, to make sure that we had everyone in the house had everything that they needed. So he went without at times to make sure we had. See, we're, we're willing to sacrifice only until we get to an uncomfortable space. And then we're not willing to sacrifice anymore. But see, sacrifice is about being uncomfortable. It's an uncomfortable place to be. Because it's challenging you. Do you really want it? It hurts at times. You get frustrated at times. You you don't know what to do all of the time. So what are you willing to give up? See, as, as a father, I remember when my children were born. It wasn't their mother getting up throughout the night every night. I'd put in 12, 14 hour day 
and come home, the uh, uh, the, the the kids start crying, crying, you know, whatever, you know, and I'd get up at times, knowing I had to be right back up in two and a half, three hours to go put in manual labor. I wasn't sitting behind the desk. I've been doing my career as a detailer. I've been doing this since 96. So between everything, I think I've, I went to go and try to do sales and I was sitting behind the desk day in and day out. And personally, that drove me insane. After three months, I couldn't do it no more. I just couldn't. But that's that was that was me. There was one point in time in my life where I worked three jobs, getting two and a half, three hours of sleep every night, and still, still bringing the family a show every other Saturday, still getting uh uh, uh after my marriage, still getting my children. Every other weekend. And still, when they called me throughout the week, still going and making sure that they were straight. See, the preparation, it, it, the preparation is more important than getting what it is you want. Then when you get what it is you want, it takes more sacrifice. It takes more dedication. Like there's too many people out there, they want to start their own business and they think that, you know what, once I start my own business, everything just going to flow right into place. Nah, fam. <laughs> it's how bad do you want it? Because see, the industry that I'm in, the products change every two to three months. The tools change every few months. So I got to stay on top of my game to make sure that I'm one of the best in my field. And when anybody asks me any question concerning what I do, I'm able to answer it, not just from an understanding of the products and the tools and the chemicals that I use, but able to break it down even further if need be. Sometimes I, I, I purchase things that may not work. Then I'm like, dang, you know what? That's a waste of money. But you know what? Okay, whatever. I can use it for something else. And I figure out where to use it at. You know, even though I'm in the position that I'm in, I, I still have to be, even as a leader, I still have to be the student at the same time because I don't know everything. This is why the questions that I pose to you, family, uh, when I come with a topic, I don't speak in an absolute from my perspective or my point of view. I, I phrase it as a question so that you can ask yourselves and be and be open and honest with yourself. And it's okay if 
where you want to be, you're not there yet. But you can take an additional five minutes here, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes here to perfect your craft. If you really want it and it's not a game for you, do whatever's necessary to get it. And then once you get it, do whatever it needs to be taken. Whatever steps need to be taken to maintain it. Then if you want it to grow, it's going to take more loss of sleep. It's going to take a harder grind. The decisions that you made, it didn't work out for you before. Okay, cool, fine. What you going to do about it? Like my people know when I worked for uh, uh, the big machine, um, I never lost myself. And they really didn't know how to handle me because I wasn't going to hold my tongue for them. And and so, don't get me wrong, sometimes <laughs> it puts me in, in situations that I got to backtrack out of, uh, not in the sense of apologizing for what I said, but maybe the strength that I come at it. You know, so... Like, my, my homie, you know, like, he always joke around with me. He be like, dude, sometimes you just brutal. And in my mind, I'm like, well, I mean, it's the truth. He was like, but sometimes, you know what I'm saying, in, in, in order for, as a leader, for you to get the best out of certain people, sometimes you just have to soften the tone. Like, he get on me constantly. And see, I don't take offense to it because I know that my big brother has my best interest at heart. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, yes, it is. It is OK to apologize. Um, and I'm not saying that it's not. Uh, what I am saying is that oftentimes we apologize for um, the truth of the reality being spoken. Um, sometimes uh, um, I know growing up, you know, I'm, I'm always transparent. Sometimes the way m what my father would say would be truth and facts. But the way he would say it would be so harsh that uh, uh, instead of sparking or challenging me to do better and to grow, I'd be like, damn, this dude don't like me. But it wasn't, it was it, it wasn't that I was, you know, uh, uh, his brassness, brassness. You know, and, and I ended up being just like him and, and certain, certain things that I say, you know, it is sometimes I give it harshly. You know, I don't I never apologize for the truth, but maybe how I come at people um, 
I do apologize for. I have no problem with apologizing. And I have no problem apologizing when I am wrong. And people that know me, the, 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 one, the one thing that I'm quick to say, prove it. You know, um, facts, statistics, and data. <laughs> yeah, it, it would. It would. <laughs> it would. I, I th- when it comes to see one one of the things. One of the things that I I began to understand as I as I matured, I won't even say as I got older, but as I matured. And as my perspective changed, I realized that one of the th- one of the things that my father did growing up, um, when raising not not growing up, but as raising his children, is that he raised us from his past versus raising us for our future, and. The four, me and my other three siblings, I can look now and we're gifted in different areas. And my father didn't have a mentor growing up, so he didn't know how to raise us towards our gifts until later in life. And so, as I said before, growing up in my father's house... It was, you know, you live under my roof. These are my rules. That's it. And now that I have children, I get it. But one of the one of the thing one of the differences in how I raise my children is that I I teach them that there's repercussions in every decision they make. These are the pros. These are the cons. Based on the information that you gather, do what you do with it as you will, but take accountability if I come down on you. Because in my eyes, you made the wrong mistake or you did something was disrespectful. Uh, um, and so, like, I look at my father with his grandchildren and I'd be like, where was this man at when we was growing up? <laughs> the man that my father is today compared to who we had man but i i love it though i i i can honestly say i love the the man that my father has become and i love that i was able to see his process because some children there's there's a certain level of respect respect in my opinion there's a certain level of respect lost when they don't see their parents progress when they see their parents stay the same their entire lives but see one of the things that i have the privilege of saying is that i've watched the process with my mom with my father with my mother I've I've seen their growth. I've seen their process. 
you know, so I, I was, you know, in, in, in knowing and understanding where my father came from, what he went through and seeing the man that he has become today. There's a level of love and admiration and respect that I have for him. That I don't know if other men can say for their fathers. I know there's some out there. Don't get me wrong. I do. You know, and the warrior spirit that my father challenged, you know, it is in part the man that I am today is in part due to him. Um, because the grind that he had, um, he instilled it in all four of us. Um, whatever we put our hearts and minds to, whatever we put our hands on, um, good, bad, right or wrong, fail or succeed, we do it to the best of our ability. You know, it may not come out to someone else's standards, but whatever it is, if we have a passion for it, we're going to give it our all. And, and, and I adore my father for that. The sacrifices that he made and, and looking at me and my siblings, I appreciate him for that. You know, one thing that I can do, uh, uh, one thing that I can say is that, I'm, I, of course, I was a child. I had a child's perspective and not understanding the totality of what he was trying to do, the instruments that that he was giving us um, because of an expectation that I had of him. Um, I thank him. I appreciate the sacrifices he did. My father has done right by me. You know, and me and my father, <clears throat> I'm so much like him because when, when growing up, I'm, I, I don't ever want to be like my father, but I'm so much like that man. You know, my father sacrifices, he studies, he reads, you know, uh, um, you know, my father is a, a, a minister, he's an elder, um, and, and he's done this for years, he's imparted into people, and even though I'm doing it in a different way, and he's finally, um, y'all saw me post, I believe it was last week, you know, he, he's going live every week, you know, so he, he's, he's getting into the technology, because um, he hated it for a long time. Um, and he refused um, to to get in. But nevertheless, as I was saying, growing up, I didn't want to be like him. But looking back, even these past five, six years of different changes in my life, I'm just like that man. You know, he ministers to different people. 
and the the information and the questions that I pose to you, family, is just another form of ministry. He reads and studies, you know, to uh, to strengthen his beliefs and his faith, you know, and, and and I read and study to question everything that I think I believe. <laughs> <laughs> but but the sacrifice is there you know raising children providing for them you know making sure that I do right by them they might not always agree with my decisions you know and this is why I'm so heavy when it comes to relationship, because we're just not in intimate relationships, um, but we're in relationships with coworkers, business owners. We're, uh, we're in relationships with family members that we may not be close to. We we are in relationship with our children, with our parents, uh, with our just any loved ones, uh, with your mailman. Um, you know, the, the cordial conversation that you may have with someone at the post office. You're relating in every dynamic. You know, and, and how people, you know, a lot of people will say that, you know, it, it's not my problem on how people respond to me. But I beg to differ. I beg to differ because they're showing you what you need to work on in your life. They're mirroring your deficiencies because you, you may not come off as arrogant to that individual, but you may come off arrogant or prideful or egotistical to someone else. The hardest thing to do is to perfect you. And that is a life lesson. It is not going to be accomplished in this lifetime. Because one thing about spirit is that as soon as you think that, you know what? I passed the test. I done matured. I'm grown up now. And all of a sudden, something will bring you back just like that. It happens all the time. Excuse me. All the time. <laughs> he was... <on laughs> he was... <on. laughs> my mom was saying that my dad was on, on YouTube learning how to use Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh you know what family the work starts within each individual the sacrifice starts with us. You know, because if you're not willing to give up anything, 
for the long game, for the end game, then how, how can you say that, you know what, once I get it, I'll make all the sacrifices I need? No, you won't. No, you won't. You haven't prepared yourself to get what you want. So once you get it, you're not going to do what's necessary to maintain it and to grow it. So when, <clears throat> when you stop lying to yourself, because that's what you're doing. You're lying to yourself because it sounds good. It makes you feel good, but it's not the truth. So it's a lie. Preparation, I've, I've heard it all my life. Preparation is the key to success. I've heard it when I played sports. I've heard it in school. I've heard it from my parents. And I'm like, man, whatever. Not realizing that everything, all the trauma I went through, all of the bad decisions that I made, all of the so-called failures that I had was to bring me to this moment. It was all preparation. Preparation takes sacrifice. And go back to the question. What are you willing to sacrifice to get what you want? And then the second, the second part of that question is, why do you want it? What is your why? Because everything that we do, we're leaving a legacy. What are you going to be remembered for? Sacrifice family. That's the word of the week. Question of the week is what are you willing to sacrifice? It's hard, family. It's I promise it's hard. Because see, it, it it's funny because Everything that I sacrifice, I'm doing it for some, I'm sacrificing for someone else. The sacrificing I'm doing is to benefit others. <laughs> That's why people want to be in a leadership role. And I've been in leadership in church. I've been in leadership on my job. I've been in leadership uh, uh, in the business. I'm in leadership in the business. And it is sacrifice. Every leadership position is sacrifice. You're sacrificing for someone else's benefit. The reading and studying. The getting up early, going to bed late. Uh, on the weekends, like my kids will tell you, 
Saturdays, Friday night and Saturday evening, I don't get in bed to anywhere from three to five o'clock in the morning. I'm reading, I'm studying because I'm trying to grow me up. I'm trying to mature me up because in doing so, it, it you know, it's going to help someone else somehow, some way. It may trigger somebody. Uh, uh, um, they don't like what I say, so they go and read and study themselves. It helped them. But, you know. What are you willing to sacrifice for what you want? I'm going to leave that one there. <laughs> that, yeah. New level, new talents. New level, new talents. But... Like I always do, at the beginning and the end of every show, giving a shout outs to my sister, Aries Owens. Go and follow her um, here on Facebook, over on IG. Follow my brother, Megadon216, over at IG. Follow uh, my homie, Ethan West, over on Facebook and IG. Also follow myself and the big homie, Rodney Dukes. And... My brother, Fred Council, Fred Council Jr., FC on the Beats. I was in his catalog um, last night um, trying to find, like, a beat that, that just brings my energy to the show. And, I mean, he has, all, like I said, his catalog is vast. Like, I, I'm, like, super proud of my brother. Like, I really am. Like, I've known, you know, like I said, me, we're family. I've watched this brother grow up. Um, this brother is a father as well. I'm proud and I'm happy for him. You know, um... And he continues. He continues to grow. He continues to grow. But you know, family. Um, what else? Oh yeah, next week you'll see my oh my aunt. I'm see. I'm glad my aunt Kim Black. Um, y'all are used to seeing her pictures up on the walls. Um, they will be back up on the wall next week. Um, but if you're looking for a painting for the office, for your, uh, home office, for your home, um, they're all personalized paintings. They're all one of a kind. They're all unique. If you have some type of idea of a painting that you would like, reach out to her, um, you know, and, and, and she'll get you together. Um, she showed me some, she sent me a couple paintings in the works um, so yeah, I, I got to get over to her and, uh, 
and and try and cop one of those before she puts them out um, for the world to see. <laughs> That's why I love being plugged in. Um, also, I, I, I um, speaking of my aunts, my auntie Donna uh, wrote a book, and I got to cop that book so I can read it um, as well. Like, if y'all haven't realized and noticed by now, family, um, I love when my family is doing things. I do. Um, and if you you want to be promoted on the show, um, we're in multiple countries. Um, so, you know, holla at, holla at me. Shoot me a text. Shoot me an email. CandidConversation7 at gmail.com. But until the next time, Deuces.